Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. What up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? You ready to rock and roll? I am excited. Yes. Um, we had about an hour long off, you know, pre pre uh, podcast meeting before this. So hey, that was, those are some of our best times, though. It is. I'm, I, I value it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's my opportunity for those tuning in to usually educate John on the mortgage industry. Yes. And so much of what we end up covering on future episodes actually spawns yes. from those, <laughs> yes. those discussions. Like, yeah. like, I'm already thinking we should maybe do a show on the difference between retail, correspondent, oh, that's... wholesale, and direct-to-consumer. We should. Because that was, that was our quote-unquote lesson, <laughs> right. right? It was, it was. Um, or conferences. Right. And I think that's what we were doing is I was looking at a conference in Vegas to maybe for us to, to attend. Right. And I was like, well, is this our audience or not our audience? And you're like, well, how do you know? I'm like, well, let me check who the vendors are. You're like, right. what do you mean? I'm like, well, who the vendors are typically is going to tell me who the audience is. Right. Then let me check out the agenda. Right. And I realized that this audience is more for, or this conference mm-hmm. is happening at Planet, was Planet Hollywood? Mm-hmm. I think it was Planet Hollywood in Vegas in, in uh, August was more for mortgage brokers, which I'm not one. Right. But mortgage brokers probably tune into the Loan Officer Podcast. Yep. At which point, maybe we could go there Mm -hmm. to connect with the mortgage broker community. I love it. Maybe to share our content with them. Oh, my gosh. Wouldn't that be great? Exponentially better. Maybe we could take our lives. Oh, my gosh. Speaking to the universe. Yeah, they could go shopping while we go work. Yes. And then at night, we could maybe hit the craps table. Put it on the yo. A show. Maybe drinks. <laughs> Couple, yeah. Yeah, a nice dinner somewhere. I, I'm all for it. I put it out there. Sounds like you just made the itinerary. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, loan officer assistants, loan partners. Okay. Yeah, we're, we get lots of questions. And, right. and that's actually a topic that I teach here at Waterstone pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a loan officer coming to me saying, hey, Dio, I think I want a loan officer assistant. Or I think I want a loan partner. Right. Uh, or I think I want to become one, or I want to I want to transition out of marketing and into this position, or out of processing into that position, mm-hmm. or I want to get started in the business, and I think I want to be a loan officer, but maybe I want to start off as a loan officer assistant. All right. All right, let's talk about it. Let's do it. Let's dedicate a show to what do loan officer assistants do? Mm-hmm. Where does the term loan partner come from? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a loan partner and a loan officer assistant? Mm-hmm. And I'll even... I'm not segue. Segue is a bad word here. Um, tease. Mm. We are going to do an episode with Jeff McGinnis. Do you know who Jeff McGinnis is? I do know who Jeff McGinnis Who's is. Who's Jeff McGinnis? Jeff McGinnis happens to be the CEO of Waterstone Mortgage. He is the CEO of Waterstone Mortgage. He also has the best hair in the mortgage industry. Ah, uh, yeah. I, like, yeah. like I saw up close in person. Does it move? Last really? week. Oh, it moves. What? He can put his hands through his no hair. No way. And it's just like... It looks like it was done by like a Hollywood hairstylist, right? It does. It does. Um, but I had uh, had an opportunity to fly out to St. Louis last week, spend a whole day with Jeff. Um, great dude. Mm-hmm. But why I really want to do a, a podcast with him mm-hmm. isn't necessarily because he has great hair and he's a great dude. Right. It's because his story is LOA to CEO. No way. Homeboy started in this industry as a loan officer assistant at the age of 24. Sam Orman, basically. Sam Orman, who, who works with us here yeah. in, in the Winter Park, uh, Florida yeah. branch. Yes. Wow. Yeah. What what says that in 20 years, Sam can't be CEO? Yeah. That's right? Cool. Yeah, right. Yep. So 
Um, anyone tuning in for the first time, thank you. Mm -hmm. Like, thanks for tuning in. You are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast. If you're tuned in on YouTube, please also know that you can take us with you on the road and you can listen to us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts or really anywhere you can find audio versions of podcasts. Yep. Um, if you're tuning in via Spotify yeah. or Apple, please know you can watch us. Yeah. We put this shit on video. Yeah. Sometimes the video runs a little bit long and you end up seeing our logo for the last 20 minutes. I'm going to talk to John about getting a better camera so that doesn't happen. Yeah, um, but we are on YouTube mm -hmm. uh, at The Loan Officer Podcast. And you can follow us on just about every social platform there is. Yeah. TikTok at The Loan Officer Podcast. Instagram at Instagram. The Loan Officer Podcast. Facebook on The Loan Officer Podcast. You can find him on LinkedIn at DO. And you can find The Loan Officer Podcast on LinkedIn. Guess what? At The Loan Officer Podcast. Yes. And I'm Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. What I call you? DO. D sorry. It's yeah, if you, if you put in you D.O., I don't, I don't know, know what you're going to get. Yeah, but if you put in Dustin Owen, I should be one of the few Dustin Owens that pop up. Right. I have almost 10,000 connections, so it'll be a good way for me to Ooh. kind of point out. 10K. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, 10, oh, wow. we're, getting, we're pushing it. Wow. We almost have 1,000 LinkedIn yeah. followers of uh, the Lunch Podcast. podcast. Yeah. It keeps growing. And man. eventually, once John and Dennis Miller get off their lazy asses, you'll be able to find us online, <laughs> tlopponline.com. Yes, yes. I'm feeling good about it, so. Are you? Yes. You I and do. Dennis met again? No. We got, um, next time we meet, it'll be like, you know, hey, man, let me see some shit. Okay. Let's scroll, let's scroll through some stuff. Very cool. Yeah, so. All right, so people are like, hey, Dio and JC, shut up and talk <laughs> yeah. to us. Let, yeah. let, let's get busy. Yeah, let's get busy. Let's get busy. All right, so loan officer assistant, we're going to start there. Okay, yeah. So, hey, I want to get into the mortgage industry. I saw an ad online, and I applied. Now I want to be a LO. What do I, I want to be a loan officer assistant. What do I do? Perfect. So I love the loan officer assistant role for anyone who's coming in with little to no experience. Okay. Okay, so a loan officer assistant is just that. You're someone's assistant. You don't need to have experience. You need to have a great personality and drive. Okay, are you hardworking? Are you inquisitive by nature? Do you think you want a career in this industry because either real estate, housing, or finance intrigues you and helping people is what motivates you? Mm -hmm. This is a career that it truly is about the people. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's about the money too. Mm -hmm. But it's about the people. So you have to be willing to get on the phone, be nice, even when you're having a bad day. Get on the phone, be nice, even when they're not being nice back at you. Mm -hmm. And you have to constantly be asking yourself, what would I do if I was in this person's shoes? What are some of the fears I would have if I was in this person's shoes, right? So that's like the mortgage industry in general. But a loan officer assistant is something that you don't need necessarily a whole bunch of training to be good at. So I'm going to ask you. Hey, John, can you pick up the phone every time it rings, mm -hmm. be nice, and help the person on the other line? Yes. Even if helping them means, let me find a good time that works for you and my loan officer mm -hmm. so that they can give you a call back. Absolutely. Let me write down your question. I'll go talk to the loan officer when he or she gets back in the office or off their, their phone, and one of us will give you a call back. Mm -hmm. You know what? Let me gather some information from you so that I can give it to the loan officer, yeah, right? Like right. like a loan officer assistant for someone getting into the business or someone hiring a loan officer assistant, the first thing you're gonna want them to do is can they answer the phone when it rings mm -hmm. and be nice and take down information? Can they quarterback that? Right. If the answer is yes and cool, then you're ready to move on to the next step of, am I gonna be a good loan officer assistant? Am I gonna like it? Or what does a loan officer assistant do? Right. The second thing, if I was hiring a loan officer assistant that I would have them do for me, mm -hmm. is I would have them scheduling appointments for me, right? Maybe I have 50, 60 builders and real estate agents. 
that I need to get in front of. But you know, me picking up the phone and calling them and scheduling a lunch appointment, mm. maybe I don't need that. Maybe I have a shared calendar, my loan officer assistant has it, and I can task my loan officer assistant to schedule those appointments. Right? By scheduling the appointments, the loan officer assistant's learning uh, through osmosis, basically, mm-hmm. how to properly run a business. Mm-hmm. That you, you have to constantly be out there networking. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I can have my loan officer assistant do is when I get an online application, well, when someone applies on my website for a loan and that, that uh, information imports into our loan origination software, which is called Encompass, that's what we use here at Waterstone, someone has to hop in Encompass, log in, click some buttons, mm-hmm. import the, the data, pull the credit. Maybe they have to reach out to the consumer because to, to, they didn't do their electronic consent. Mm-hmm. Those are all things that my assistant can do, but while they're doing it, they're learning the software. Yeah. They're, they're learning how to how to fill in the blanks if someone didn't fill in all the proper information on the new mm-hmm. Erla. Yeah. They're learning how to pull credit, but then eventually look at credit. Because I can teach someone, if you pulled a credit report, hey, this is what we look for. Mm-hmm. First thing I do is I circle the middle credit score. Mm-hmm. Then I start going through and I highlight derogatories. I look for student loans that show zero payment. Mm-hmm. Right? There's certain things in a credit report. A loan officer assistant can do all of that. Mm-hmm. How about um, calling my TBDs? So if you listen to the show enough, right. a TBD is a to be determined. It's basically a prospective client who has not gone under contract yet. Yeah. They haven't found that house, which in today's market is like, oh my God, next to impossible, right? <laughs> right. So there's a lot of people who haven't found a house right. yet. But what you want to make sure you're doing is you want to make sure that you're touching those people. You're embracing them. You're letting them know that you're still there for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're doing that for you and for the referral source. Well, a loan officer assistant can do that. Right, a loan officer assistant can pick up the phone and say, hi, John Coleman, this is Miranda calling from Kevin Murphy's office. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kevin wanted me to give you a call, just check in, see how the home search is coming along. Yeah. Have that conversation. Yeah. Hey, do you have any questions for Kevin right now? Yeah. You know, is there anything that we can do to help you? All you're trying to do is stay top of mind. Any uber successful top producing loan officer is doing their TBD calls. Past client marketing. A loan officer assistant can do past client marketing. One of the greatest untapped resources for mortgage professionals are their past clients. These are people who already have done business with you. That nine out of 10 had a exceptional experience, mm-hmm. right? I say nine out of 10 because none of us are perfect. Right. You're going to have 10% that are going to rate you two of them. 2% are going to be like, I didn't like my experience at all. Yeah. Cool. That means 98% did. <laughs> and then the, the other 8% are going to be somewhere between good, but not great. Mm-hmm. Right. Average. All right, fine. But your past client database, you should have something that you're using to stay in front of them. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just to reach out to them on their mortgage anniversary and to thank them for being a client, ask them if they have any questions and to ask them if they would like a free mortgage review, mm-hmm. right? We need to remind our clients, mortgage borrowers, that the mortgage that they obtained two years ago, three years ago, or even last year may not be the best loan for them right. today. Right. At a minimum, let's schedule five minutes to review that. Well, a loan officer assistant can do that on behalf of a loan officer. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't take a whole lot of skill set, right? Yeah, it, right? It doesn't. So because it doesn't take a whole lot of skill set, and by skill set, not once have I asked someone to be able to calculate income, mm-hmm. to understand how to calculate um, DTI, LTV, know the difference between VA, FHA, USDA, conventional, Fannie, Freddie, DU, LPA, mm-hmm. self-employed tax returns, None of that. mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. Calculate payments, nope. put together itemization fee worksheets. No. No. Okay. It doesn't require a whole lot of training, which means it doesn't require a whole lot of experience, mm-hmm. which also means it's not a job that pays very well. 
it doesn't pay in money very well. But if you go work for the right loan officer, the right branch manager, the right mortgage company, it'll pay for itself mm. tenfold in experience. Mm -hmm. It's going to be what you learn on that job. Mm -hmm. It's an entry-level job. It is something that allows you to get a foot in the door and to gain experience. And as long as you, who took that job as an LOA, a loan officer assistant, stayed inquisitive, mm -hmm. you attended every training that was offered, you maybe even sought out trainings on your own, you sought designations, you asked questions, you asked people if you could shadow them, mm -hmm. if you could take them out for coffee or for drinks after work just to pick their brain, mm -hmm. It's up to you, the individual who took the job as an LOA, to make the most out of that particular. Mm -hmm. If you're a loan officer looking to hire an LOA, don't freak out that, oh my God, I need someone who, with experience. Oh my God, who's gonna train them? Because at the end of the day, ask yourself, what are you hiring them for? Now, if you wanna go hire someone with no experience and, and ask them to do pre-approvals for you. You're gonna, whoa, easy. Yeah, no, you're setting yourself up as a recipe for disaster. You, you wanna go on a, on a month-long cruise and have them hold down the fort? That book of business might be gone when you get back. Correct, but you could hire an LOA for the intention mm -hmm. that in two years, yeah. you've helped them become a badass loan partner. As you're saying this, there's one person that keeps coming to my mind and that's Cam. Literally, when Cam started, I don't know if she's is she a loan officer, isn't she? Out? Yeah, so so she is a loan partner, partner, but she was brought in as an LOA. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. And where she like where she started is the same thing, answering the phones. Really know she's like, what is LTV now? Like Kevin can go on vacation, and she's like, no, I, yeah, I got this done. Yeah, one work. year later. One year later. One year later. Now she had the benefit of working for Kevin Murphy, That's who we had true. on the show. So her first year, she helped close 180 transactions. Like a lot of at bats. Yes, yeah, a ton of at bats. It's a ton of phone calls. But in the beginning. All Kevin had her doing was picking up the phone, mm -hmm. making TBD calls, uh, making, we, we call them uh, anniversary calls, where we reach out to past clients on their mortgage anniversary. Mm -hmm. We thank them for being clients, and we offer them a free mortgage review. Oh, cool. um, she was importing, back then we called them 1003s, now they're Earls. Earlers. Uh, but importing 1003s, running credit, putting together files. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Kevin could give her a list and say, hey, Cam, I need you to email this person and tell them we need one pay stub, two W-2s, two tax returns, a divorce decree, and a bank statement. Mm -hmm. But then it was up to Cam or Camilla. Uh, it was up to Cam to ask Kevin, hey, why do we need a divorce decree? Yeah. Hey, why on this client were we getting tax returns, but the other clients, we didn't get tax returns? Mm -hmm. And she was. She was extremely inquisitive. Mm -hmm. uh, and any training that was offered, she jumped all over it. Yeah. yeah, no, she is carving out a phenomenal career for herself in the mortgage industry, but she started as a, as a loan officer assistant. Right. Kevin Murphy started as a loan officer assistant. Your assistant. Yeah, Shirley Agudelo started off as a loan officer assistant, and now she's a regional processing manager. Yeah. You know, like seven, eight years later. Ah. Right, so so Jeff McGinnis started off as a loan officer assistant. He's the CEO of a top 50 mortgage, mortgage yeah. maker, you know, like. So that's interesting. So even if you start as a loan officer assistant, you can branch it off and not necessarily become a loan officer. Cause you no, just... you, you may become a loan officer assistant and realize you love the mortgage industry, but you don't love the sales side of things. Mm. Maybe you fall in love with compliance. Maybe you, you like processing because you want to one day underwrite. Mm. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's other facets. You, know, you can get into the loan officer assistant role and you really just are intrigued by how mortgage rates work and how do we lock in loans and why do we price them the way that we price them and ultimately just find yourself on a secondary desk yeah. where, where you're working with a department that, that trades mortgage-backed securities, yeah. that works with our investors. You know, it's, look, it's an entry level. In, any entry level job is just a foot in the door. Yeah. It's, to gain, it's, it's for you to network with those that are inside of that, that particular company and to gain experience 
from there, I think nature will take its course. Mm -hmm. As long as you're a responsible, um, diligent mm -hmm. worker, yeah. right? Can you be a good worker? David Holbrook, who we're going to have on the show in the next couple of weeks. David Holbrook, you guys have met through this show, Mike Smalley. Mm -hmm. But David Holbrook, Mike Smalley, and I are all equal partners in our Waterstone Mortgage operation. We collectively manage our eight branches, our hundred associates. So, like when when I say, "Oh, you know, I did," and I tend to never say "I," but yeah, we did. Yeah. We did eight hundred million last year. Well, we was David, Mike, and I, and our team mm -hmm. of forty-eight loan officers, twenty processors, two processing managers, three marketing associates. Like yeah. you know, like we. But um, David Holbrook taught me early on. It's like sometimes Dio, I just need a really good worker. Give me a good worker who's a good person and let, let, let us train them. Mm. So, like, that's my, if you want to become an LOA, are you a good worker? Mm -hmm. If you want to hire an LOA, make sure you're hiring a good worker. And make sure you're hiring a loan officer assistant to do assistant work. Mm. Don't hire a loan officer assistant and pay them assistant pay to do partner work. Uh -huh. So now I want to kind of transition to a loan partner. That P word, it's a, P is, is pricey, right? You're getting something for a partner. Okay. Too many times someone's like, I need a loan partner. Really, they, they need a junior loan officer, mm -hmm. but they're only willing to pay 13 to 15 bucks an hour. Right. Like, no, that's an assistant. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that, that's, and by the way, if you hire an assistant who's willing to take 13 to 15 bucks an hour and doesn't have the drive to want to go from LOA to loan partner and then from loan partner, who knows where, where it could go. Mm -hmm. By the way, we're going to get in this. Mm -hmm. I think I said, by the way, like three times right now. Sorry. Loan partner is a career move. Just like processor is a career move, uh -huh. loan partner is a career move. Okay. You don't necessarily have to be like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go from LOA to loan partner to loan officer, loan officer to branch manager, branch manager, regional manager. Mm. There are many professionals in this industry that that is their sweet spot. That is where they wanna be. Mm. No different than teaching, right? You can become a teacher. You don't have to become an administrator. You don't have to become an athletic director. Yeah, that's true. There are many people that are like, no, I want to teach. There's others that are like, look, teaching is a, is a means for me to become a counselor. Mm -hmm. Teaching is a way for me to get into administration. But for most, no, teaching is what I want to do. Same thing for being a, coming a police officer. You're like, hey, I want to be a police officer, but I don't want to become a sheriff. Yeah, that's, that's true. A, that's a political role right. that you know, entails being a politician. Yeah. No, I want to be a really good deputy or a really, really good cop. Hmm. Nursing's the same way. Some people say, look, I want to be a nurse, be the best nurse. Some people, I want to be a manager of nurses. Yeah. Some people are like, you know what? I got into nursing, but I'm going to use that to actually become a physician's assistant. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah. so in our industry, it kind of correlates to those as well. But a natural progression is for someone to utilize a loan officer assistant position to go to the next level. Yeah. We just don't know what that next level is until we get you in the door. And loan officers and sales managers and branch managers who are looking to hire loan officer assistants. I'm going to tell you my two cents. I only want to hire a loan officer assistant who has drive in once more, who wants career opportunity. Because mm -hmm. if I'm hiring someone and I'm, and I'm only paying them 13 to 15 bucks an hour, which, by the way, in most states, not named California, Washington, or New York City, that's probably a decent going rate for an entry-level job. Mm -hmm. Right now, as minimum wage goes up to 15 bucks an hour, maybe we'll start paying 16 or 17. But you know, 13 to 15 dollars an hour, or 13 to 17 dollars an hour, mm -hmm. is is what you should pay someone who's bringing zero, mm -hmm. little little to zero experience. But you also want them to want more. Mm -hmm. You want them to have career ambition and to have drive. Because if not, 
then you're getting someone who is happy with 13 to $15 an hour. And my experience has been, I then don't have a teammate that is able to maintain my particular desire mm -hmm. to work at a certain level. Well, yeah, if you bring like a teammate on your team, it's like sports. You bring a guy in who doesn't, you know, produce or doesn't contribute, it ends up affecting the whole team. Correct. So I would, I would much rather bring someone in who had desire for career growth, mm -hmm. especially into an entry-level position like a loan officer assistant, yeah. knowing that worst case is I'm going to lose them in two years, mm -hmm. but maybe I have that conversation with them. Like, look, I want to pour my heart and soul into you and you're going to pour your heart and soul into this job. And if it ends up that, you know, there's a better role for you later down the road that's no longer on my team, do me a one solid, help me, help me find and train your replacement before you leave. Mm -hmm. Now, ultimately, if you're a loan officer, no. What you want to do is what I'm getting ready to, to describe. It's what I've done several times. I've coached dozens of loan officers to do the same exact thing. Hire as a loan officer assistant. Invest in them. Pour in them. Have them reciprocate with their effort. Mm -hmm. And then promote them to a loan partner. And then as you're doing that, that'll free up more time for you to go out. And if you're a loan officer, go build more relationships with, with realtors and builders. Mm -hmm. That'll allow you to go from doing 20 million to 30 million, 30 to 50, 50 to 70, right? right? And you could continue to rinse repeat. And if you hire a loan officer assistant and do a great job of training that one, mm -hmm. when that person gets elevated to loan partner, right. And you need to hire someone to replace them. Guess who's going to train them? Guess who's going to train them? Mm -hmm. Not as much you. Yeah. It's going to be that LOA that you just promoted to LP or loan partner. Mm -hmm. They're now going to train the replacement with your help. Yeah. And then when you do it again, oh, shit. Then now at this point, you have your original LOA mm -hmm. who was promoted to loan partner, who now is probably your team captain. Right. You have your second LOA who's being promoted, promoted to loan partner. Right. Now you have your, your, your new LOA with two people that are under your umbrella, mm -hmm. right? Your coaching tree yeah. that now coach and I mean, now onboard that, that new person. That's, yeah. That's how you level up. That's how you scale. And the same thing applies for, for a sales manager or a branch manager. Like maybe, maybe a sales manager or a branch manager is being incentivized to go out there and build a team of loan officers and recruit loan officers. So maybe they need to hire a loan officer assistant for their personal production team. Mm -hmm. So that'll free up some of their time to go out and do some of the recruiting activities that they need to do. Or right. maybe they need to coach their loan officers, mentor the loan officers. They need to free up time to do so. And hiring a loan officer assistant would, would allow them yeah. to do it. Okay. So loan partner. Yeah. A loan partner to me is one step up from a, from a loan officer assistant. And it's, it's a career position. Okay. And just like anything, right, you can be various levels of a loan partner. You can have various years of experience. So someone who is newer at being a loan officer, I don't expect to be as great of a mortgage professional as someone who's been doing it for five years, 10 years, or yeah. 20 years. Therefore, typically pay is consummate to their amount of experience. Mm -hmm. But a loan partner, that P word, that means a lot to me. That means you're my partner. You're my right hand. You are who I rely on if I have to call out sick, I want to go on vacation. Mm -hmm. Like you have my six, you have my back. You can cover for me. Are you going to be as good as me? Probably not. At least not now. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I do. Ultimately, I want you to be better than me. Do loan partners? Sorry, sidetrack. Do they have their NMLS number? Do loan yes. Partners? Okay. Yeah, and in most institutions, even a loan officer assistant mm -hmm. would would have their NMLS. It it all depends. Like uh, what you're doing, it's always safest to have someone who has their NMLS. Um, and then, you know, like for us, we're a little bit sheltered because we work at a bank owned 
independent mortgage bank. Mm-hmm. So the government gives us a reprieve against some of the the, the twenty hour mm-hmm. courses that have to be taken and the hundred and fifteen question test mm-hmm. that has to be passed. Um, but we at Waterstone have all of our loan partners and loan officer assistants federally register. Gotcha. So at a minimum, they have a federal registered NMLS number. Gotcha, okay. Um, And then other companies may mandate that a loan officer assistant have the the 20 hours, some Mm -hmm. don't. So that's that's a per employer thing. Okay, cool. But no, but back on being a loan partner, a loan partner is doing more than just TBD calls, answering the phone, taking Erla's information over the phone, scheduling appointments. Like they're no longer doing just assistant work. Now they may, you may have your loan partner do assistant work, but they also have the ability to do pre-approvals. Like they understand enough mm-hmm. about the four C's uh, or they know enough about pale property assets, income liabilities. They've maybe taken some courses on how to calculate hourly income or how to uh, do a simple uh, self-employed income analysis. Yeah. They know the difference between FHA and conventional. Uh, they know the difference in down payments if you're doing a, a second home versus an investment property versus a bond loan. Mm-hmm. Right? They they understand it. They might not be as experienced as a loan officer that they're working for, but in an event, they can sit there and make sure that they pad out all the fires that <laughs> yeah, are that yeah. are coming up. Yeah. Um, and that that's what a loan partner to me does. They they do more than just assistant work. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they get paid according to their experience, according to their skill set. Right. I know loan partners who make a hundred thousand dollars a year, a hundred and forty thousand no. dollars a year. Yes, yeah. You go team up with with a badass loan officer who's great at what she does, and and has a phenomenal following and a deep rooted book of business with past clients and referral sources and maybe a couple builder accounts. And if your skill set is one in which that technically you're one of the most sound mortgage professionals out there, mm-hmm. you know your guidelines inside and out. You know how to hop on Ask Polly if, if you get uh, in a bind. You know how to pick up the phone and call account executives or uh, reach out to your scenario desk and have a professional conversation with an underwriter because you're trying to deal make. Yeah, that's invaluable. Maybe that person just did not enjoy it nor were successful at building their own brand name, their own recognition. They don't like standing in front of groups and teaching lunch and learns. They don't like going to happy hours and sponsoring them and, you know, mm-hmm. taking builders golfing and forging those relationships, yeah. right? There's certain things that comes with running the business and bringing the, 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 the loans in the door. Mm-hmm. But man, do they love talking to clients, helping them get pre-approved, mm-hmm. win, winning, winning the loan, getting it submitted, closed on time, like they love that and they're good at it. Then that's what a loan partner can do. So a loan partner also could be in in other instances deemed a junior loan officer. Okay. You know, but to me, junior loan officer, I hear junior and it's like, but what does that mean? Like, like you have no experience? No, I got tons of experience. I don't know. There's some people that call you junior under a junior loan officer and all you've done is passed your, your NMLS. Yeah. You know, to me, you're still a loan officer assistant, but as a junior loan officer, I'm going to have you come work on my team and I'm going to teach you how to take a a loan application, how to structure a loan, and you're going to work for me and you're going to work the leads that come in under my team and I'm going to pay you reduced comp. Hmm. Okay. I mean, for me, I just call it personal loan partner. Mm -hmm. And I tend to want loan partners that have experience. Hmm. 
Um, now there's other institutions and there's coaching groups that will, will differentiate. Well, she's an LP one and he's an LP two. And this person only does front end work and this person does back end work. And to me, that got too convoluted. That got too confusing. Mm -hmm. If you want to say this person's an LP one loan partner, level one versus loan partner, level two, I'm going to tell you in my world, LP one is a loan officer assistant. So just take the one off of it, take the loan partner off it, call them what they are. They're a loan officer assistant. Mm. And LP2 has now earned the P part of their yeah. title, partner, yeah. right hand, someone that I rely on, right? Like who, who would be a partner to a doctor? Well, the nurse practitioner, oh, yeah. right? The nurse practitioner would be the, I mean, that's almost a doctor. Yeah. Not quite. But almost, they can still write some prescriptions, maybe not narcotics. Mm -hmm. They can still see patients. Mm -hmm. It's a good analogy. Yeah. Where, um, and possibly even a nurse, right? You could possibly even say, well, my nurse is my loan partner. Right. Because not every doctor would, would have a nurse practitioner working for their practice or, or working under them. They may just have a really badass nurse. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then what, what is the loan officer assistant? That's the person that greets my, my, my patients at the door gets their insurance information, make sure that mm. oh, you yeah, know, they, yeah. they, yep. they went through the questionnaire about what symptoms do you have and what drugs are you allergic to. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, that's a very vital role in that particular practice. Right. But that person's still not a nurse or a nurse practitioner, and they're still right. not the doctor. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Right? So a lone partner to me would be nurse practitioner or, or nurse. Mm -hmm. Well, what's the other word? If you're not a nurse practitioner, you could be a... Um, Don't ask me. No? Sometimes. I just said this word earlier in this episode too. This, this, it's a title for someone who isn't quite a doctor. Um, you see them some days when you go to the doctor, instead of seeing the doctor, you're like, oh, I'm going to have you see my physician's uh, assistant. Uh, physician, okay. Yeah. So a physician's assistant, a PA, yeah. a PA and a nurse practitioner. I know my friends in the medical industry are going to like absolutely scorch me for this one. To me, they're virtually the same. I know there's a difference. Yeah. Um, but a nurse yeah. practitioner and a physician's assistant, they're basically one step above a nurse and one mm -hmm. step below a doctor. Question for you, though. So, like, uh, if I'm a newer loan uh, officer assistant, are there any, like, red flags? Like, hey, I'm working for this loan officer. Like, things aren't working out. Like, are there any, like, tips for the tips and tricks that, um, for example, like, are there, are there any instances where loan officers would almost, like, hey, stay a loan officer assistant because I don't want you, like, climbing me and surpassing me? Does that ever Yeah, happen? that happens. That's a good question. So, you know, like what happens if you're the loan officer assistant and you want to be promoted right. and you're too hungry. You're just like you said, you want someone hungry, but it's like, yeah, I, I would tell you, you need to, you should have discussed that up front. It's only fair to you and only fair to the loan officer that during your interview process, you let them know what your career motives are, mm. right? Because if that loan officer doesn't want to hire you, then that's, you would want to know that up front so that you don't waste your time. Yeah. But yes, you could get in, and if, if you want more and you're not getting more, then you're going to have to go sit down first with your loan officer and let them know, hey, I want more. Am I going to get more? If the answer is no, then schedule a one-on-one -on -one with your branch manager. Mm. Hey, I really want more. Can you help me with this, with this situation? Branch manager may be able to intervene and maybe be like, you know what? I can transfer you to this other branch. Mm -hmm. I could um, uh, rededicate your services to this other loan officer. Or they may tell you, hey, look, this is your career and you have to do what you have to do. Mm. Unfortunately, my hands are tied at which that's their way of wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. yeah you know, you, you may need to go think about working for, for the lender across town right. if they're going to give you the opportunities that, that you need. Mm -hmm. um, that's something I've always shared with our associates here at Waterstone. Like, look, at the end of the day, I help 
Waterstone running business. And there have been times over the past 13 years, we've had to make hard business decisions. You as an employee should also have that same mindset that you need to make hard business decisions for yourself. Mm. And in that instance, that would be my, my recommendation to the loan officer assistant right. who is in that particular situation. Loan officers, here's my two thoughts to John's question. A, why would you ever want to hire someone who didn't want more? Like, what are you getting? What type of person? Are you getting the cream of the crop? Are you getting a real go-getter? Are you getting someone who's going to absolutely help your business shine? Mm. Or are you getting someone who may very well want to trade their time for a paycheck? Mm. How does that reflect on you? Like, I think of Nick Saban. Nick Saban's one of the, if not the, premier college football coach of all time. Mm. And when asked about losing coaches, like, hey, Nick, are you are you always afraid that every time you hire a new coach mm-hmm. that they're only going to they're only going to coach for you for one or two years and use your University of Alabama mm-hmm. pedigree to launch the, their career at a different university? Mm-hmm. And Nick's answer was simple. He goes, "I only hire coaches who are the best at what they do, and if that means that I lost them or I lose them after a year or two, that's okay." because I only want the best for my university. I only want the best for, for my student athletes. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so it's like, look, I, I, I've never understood that. And quite honestly, if I'm a loan officer, I should think, be thinking about scaling and leveling up. And why can't I turn a badass LOA, loan officer assistant, mm-hmm. into a solid loan partner? Yeah. Like, why, what do I have to do? I have to go out and meet with another 10 realtors, go call on a couple more builders, mm-hmm. lean harder into my past client database? Mm-hmm. Okay. That means I close more loans, I make more money, but I now have another professional who's loyal to me, who's really good at what they do, and they're helping me make more money and work less hours. Yeah. Right? That would be the goal. And by work less hours, maybe, maybe you go from 50 to 45. Maybe you go from taking... Um, only five day vacations to now you can take a whole two weeks off yeah. at a time. Yeah. You know, like, like that, that would be some of the thought process, but a loan partner is just that it's a partner. It is someone who already understands the, the mortgage structuring process, how to deal make, how to calculate income. They know their programs, their products and their guides yeah. and they're, they're, they're paid consummate. So if you're an LOA transitioning to loan partner, or your loan partner being hired on, but you only have nine to t- nine months to 24 months experience, hey, you may be closer to that 16 to 24 or the $20 an hour mark. You may get a small profile bonus, hmm. right? But if you're someone coming with gobs of experience and I as a loan officer basically know that if a lead comes in, you can take it from pre-qualification to closing and I never have to get involved and I'm gonna get rave reviews from my referral sources and my clients about you, yeah. Yeah, that job's worth sixty thousand dollars a year plus bonus. You know, mm-hmm. like, like it's it, and that's a, that's a career. We're looking back and saying, wait a minute, I can make a hundred and eight thousand dollars a year working as a loan partner. Yeah, that's yeah, great. you a hundred percent can. Now, what does that take? Well, how many years are you in the business? What value to do you bring? Mm-hmm. You know, how much handholding do you do you require or not require? Mm-hmm. Does your loan officer have the ability for a lead to come in and know that you're taking it from start to finish and and the loan officer got rave reviews about you? Yeah. You know, or you know, do you still struggle calculating self-employed income? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's where the pay is is going to be consummate to your experience and the value you bring to the table. Yeah. You know, or you can be 
the best LP2 ever about Lone Partner, by the way. Um, I, I really wish there was no LP1, LP2. No, you're either an assistant or you're a partner. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You're an assistant, a partner, or you can be a team LO, mm-hmm. right? It's another, it's another quasi like a loan partner could also be called a junior loan officer. It could also be called an inside loan officer. It could be also called a team LO. Mm-hmm. Basically, someone who can take a file from start to finish. Mm-hmm. They know how to pre-approved. They know how to price. They know how to deal structure. And they just do it under a loan officer team because that person, mm-hmm. somewhere along the line of their career, right. made the decision that either they didn't like or they weren't good at creating their own following, mm-hmm. marketing themselves, branding themselves in the marketplace. So therefore, they went and worked for someone who had mastered that skill set and was the rainmaker bringing, bringing in the loans. Yeah. So, so that's if, but but uh, I, I really wish it was just yeah, loan, an assistant yeah, yeah. or a loan partner. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you remember where I was going right before I got off on that, that small tangent? No, I, I, I wanted to make a comment about loan partners and their pay and with the value that they, that they bring to the yeah, table. I think but, you answered it. Okay. Yeah. There's a difference between a loan partner, there's a difference in pay, expectations, responsibilities, what have you. To me, honestly, for someone like me who just is still fairly new to the industry, like it sounds like a very rewarding option if you ever just stick through it and learn a lot. Yeah, like some people get freaked the F out for being 100% commissioned. Some people get freaked the F out that they have to go out and make sales calls. Mm-hmm. They have to get out, get out and get people to like them, trust them, refer them business. Mm-hmm. They don't want to do that. They, they literally love the loan business, mm-hmm. but they want to talk to the clients that mm-hmm. are already calling in. Mm-hmm. You, and they understand that they're going to have to do some sales. Like, look, if you're a loan partner, you're still in sales, you're, but, but you're selling maybe a little bit different. Correct. You know, your, your selling might not necessarily be getting the, the phone to ring initially, mm-hmm. but it very well could be I have to make my TBD calls. Yeah. Hey, I have to reach out to my past clients. Mm-hmm. Maybe as a loan partner, you'll have an established set of referral partners that your loan officer says, hey, John, these are your 10 or 15. I want to make sure you're calling them every single week and checking in on them. But to me, that's account rep. Like I'm an account representative. Mm -hmm. Those referral sources are accounts of my loan officer team. And you don't be dipping like, hey, why don't you come hang out with me? You don't want to do that. No, no, I'm saying, but like my job, I don't I don't deem that sales. Uh, if I'm a loan partner and I became a loan partner because I didn't want to do sales, mm-hmm. I would tell that loan partner or that loan officer assistant, you're still in sales. So I'm still going to need you to do things, but the things I'm going to have you do are the less scary sales. Right. So the scary sales, John, is pick up the phone and call that stranger and ask them to meet with you. Mm-hmm. That's scary for some people. Right. But is it really scary if I say, hey, John, go ahead and call Susan. I've known Susan for 15 years. We we do about 15 transactions a year together. Oh. Introduce yourself, uh, ask her how her day is, and uh, see if she has anyone new that she met over the weekend that needs us to, uh, to do a pre-approval on. Much easier to make that call. Yeah, much easier. Like if I said, hey, John, here's a list of past clients. We did their loan last year. I need you to give them a call today and just say thank you and answer any questions they may have. Yeah, I could do that. Yep. Hey, John. Before you hang up, would you ask them who else we should be calling that they know? Like, hey, do you have any friends or family that could use our services? I could do that. Well, you, I well, do John, they already know us. Right. Right. Like, so as a loan partner, I, I want people listening to understand that, hey, it's still sales, mm-hmm. but it's not the super scary sales. Mm-hmm. And in some instances, I'm sure loan officers don't have their, their loan partners making any sales calls. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, I think, what's good to know also. This is fluid, ladies and gentlemen. Like, mm-hmm. like... 
This yeah, isn't we, written in stone. Like everyone, kind we of, have, let's say, let's say we have ten loan officers here that work out of our Florida region that all have some kind of either a loan officer, assistant, or a loan partner. I promise you this: not one of them is structured alike. Eighty mm-hmm. percent of the tasks are the same, but that other twenty percent it varies. It varies on loan officer and loan officer assistant and their personalities and their strengths. Mm. Because you want to hire someone that is going to be able to maybe fill in some of your weaknesses. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic, which I think we've done before, like building a team. Yeah. We did a show on building your team. This show, I think, was more for our, at least our initial uh, goal, yeah. which is explaining what is a loan officer assistant? What is a loan partner? Yeah. And is it a good career? Mm-hmm. And is it a good way to get started? And I think that we answered the yes. Yeah. Yes. Loan partner is a great career. Loan officer assistant is a fantastic way to get started in, in this industry. Yeah. I think you did a great job of answering it. I know the difference now. All right. Yeah. Well, let's leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if you like what we're doing, please subscribe if you're listening for the first time. Share it with others mm. within your office, other people within your training classes, yeah. uh, or hell, just your friends and family. Yeah, we love it. But he's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. You've tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast. We'll catch you on the next episode. Deuces.